0: Hello, this is Tanishka from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 26th of August. Congress Veteran and former Union Minister Ghulam Nabi Azad resigned from the party today with a blistering attack on Rahul Gandhi, ripping into him for his alleged childish behaviour and glaring immaturity. In his resignation letter to Sonia Gandhi, he blamed Rahul for the Congress's defeat in the 2014 national elections. He declared that the party had been comprehensively destroyed and reached a point of no return. Azad, who had been with the Congress for more than five decades, singled out on Rahul Gandhi, calling him a non-serious individual who had demolished the entire consultative mechanism in the party, sidelined all senior and experienced leaders, and led a new coterie of inexperienced sycophants run the party. He had been a leading member of the group of 23 leaders who had demanded an overhaul of the organisation. In 2020, they had written to Sonia Gandhi, calling for sweeping changes in the party. Azad also brought up the infamous tearing up of an ordinance by Rahul Gandhi in 2013, saying that the act had contributed to the defeat of the UPA government in 2014. He also said that the situation in the party had worsened since the 2019 elections. He was a member of the Congress Working Committee and a member of the Sonia Gandhi-headed political affairs group. Congress leader Jairam Ramesh said that Azad had betrayed the Congress and his DNA had been modified, an apparent reference to Prime Minister Narendra Modi. The Supreme Court dismissed a plea today that challenged denial of sanctions to prosecute Uttar Pradesh Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath in a hate speech case from 2007. The order in the case had been reserved by the court on Wednesday. However, the court left open the legal question arising out of the denial of sanction to be decided in an appropriate case. Reading out the operative part of the judgment, Justice Rami Kumar said that the court did not think it is necessary to go into the legal questions related to grant of sanction in the above circumstances. The petitioner had alleged that Yogi Adityanath had made anti-Muslim hate remarks while addressing Hindu Yuva Vahini activists in a meeting held in Gorakhpur on January 27, 2007. He challenged the decision taken by the UP court in May 2017, which refused sanction to prosecute Adityanath. After his petition in the Allahabad High Court was dismissed in 2018, he filed a special leave petition in the Supreme Court. The Goa police said today that Sonali Pogart, the actor and BJP leader who died on Tuesday morning, was forcibly made to drink some obnoxious substance mixed in water by her two associates, who have now been named as accused in the case and arrested as well. The police said that CCTV recordings of the premise which is a restaurant in Goa, had been examined by the investigating officer and it was found that the accused had forcibly made her have the drink in a water bottle. The 42-year-old actor had visited the restaurant on Monday night. The next morning, she was brought dead to a hospital from her hotel. Initially, this was seen as a case of heart attack, but her family had demanded a probe. The Supreme Court today referred a petition that seeked restrictions on election freebies by political parties to a three-judge bench. The bench, led by CGI N.V. Ramana, observed that the issues raised required extensive hearing. Certain preliminary hearings were needed to be determined, such as what is the scope of judicial intervention and whether appointment of an expert body by court serves any purpose. Looking at the complexity of issues and the prayer to overrule the Subramanian Balaji judgment, which had said that such schemes would not amount to corrupt practices, the court said that it was referring the matter to a three-judge bench. The petition is to be listed after four weeks. A PIL filed by lawyer and former BJP Delhi spokesperson Ashwini Upadhyay had sought directions to the Election Commission of India to not permit political parties to promise freebies during election campaigns. He had argued that political parties make promises during elections without assessing the financial implication on the state economy, just to attract vote banks. The taxpayers' money was thus being used by political parties to remain in power, adversely affecting free and fair elections. In the last hearing, the court had asked the central government why it cannot call for an all-party meeting to determine issues pertaining to election freebies and discussed who could possibly head a committee constituted to determine the issue of freebies. The CGI had earlier stressed on the need to maintain a balance between welfare and economy. Listeners, in other court-related news, Chief Justice of India N.V. Ramana retired from his post today, after eight years in the Epics court. In his tenure, Ramana Supreme Court has made little, if any, progress in disposing of important constitutional cases. Out of the 71,411 pending cases lying in the top court, 483 are constitutional cases. 53 of these are main matters, including cases related to Article 370, UAPA, CAA and electoral bonds. To know about the status of the cases, read my story on newslaundry.com. It is titled, CJI Ramana Supreme Court Inherited Crucial Cases. How has it dealt with them? Listeners, the reason we are able to bring you such stories without any pressure from political parties or corporations is because we don't depend on them for ads. We rely only on you, the reader, to support us. So if you are not a part of our independent news model already, Head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start at Rs 300 only. The Kerala High Court today directed the police to maintain law and order at the Visiham International Transshipment Project area and ensure the protection of workers there. The direction came 11 days after work at the site was disrupted after fishermen protesting there against the project barged into the site. Following this, the Adani Viziham Port Private Limited and contracting firm How Engineering Projects had moved court. In the order today, Justice Anu Sivaram said that no private person should take the law into their hands. The court directed the police commissioner and concerned station house officer To maintain law and order immediately. The petitioners had said that the project was at a crucial stage and all clearances were secured from the required agencies and that it was unfair to disrupt work. The protesters had said that the large-scale construction work had impacted their livelihoods and promises of rehabilitation have not been kept. They rejected the 10 acres of land allocated for the rehabilitation of fishermen. The World Health Organization has said that the number of monkeypox cases reported globally dropped 21% in the last week, reversing a month-long trend of rising infections. WHO Director General Tedros said at a press briefing that there were indications that the monkeypox outbreak was slowing in Europe, which once accounted for 90% of the world's lab-confirmed cases. However, The spread of the virus was now causing concerns elsewhere, he said. The UN Health Agency reported 5,907 new weekly cases. So far, more than 45,000 monkeypox cases have been reported in 98 countries since April end. While America accounted for 60% of the total cases last month, Europe accounted for 38%. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you are listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.